Welcome to the Shitposter.club anime review podcast. I am Dad. This is Cool Boy Mew. Hey. And, and tonight we have a special guest. Uh, should we call you Full Metal? Uh, yeah, you can call me whatever the fuck you want. Okay. Like the anime? Okay, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite nickname. So, all right, uh, so today we start with fall 2016? Yeah, and winter 2017, if we have time. Yep, uh, we probably should, we probably should. So, let's start, as usual, with the shout-out. IQ Karesno Coco versus Shiratorizawa Gakuen Coco. It's a tournament arc. It's is that, more IQ. It's that volleyball anime, right? Yes, there's like five fucking season of that i'm getting a bit tired of it but yeah they, i believe that season specifically it, it, it just it it's just a tournament arc specific specifically against that team and it it takes forever like jesus christ i i i i, yeah, I think sure just is. Shonen stuff tends to go on forever. Yeah, yeah, I think like ten episodes on this fucking match, and it's like, oh my fucking Christ! I mean, it's good, but it's um, it's like that that Yowamush pedal um, example I keep talking about. The, the uh, bike racing, five kilometer left, one kilometer barrier per episode. It's unbearable. Yeah, let's just move. Yeah, let's move on to the next one on your list then. Yeah, uh, Occultic 9. And yes, the semicolon mean it's from that series, uh, from the same writers of. Uh, actually, I don't know if it's, if it's exactly the same staff, but it's kind of like an unconnected series. So, Full Metal, have you seen this titty monster before? Yeah, I have not. Oh, uh, you know about it, then? Uh, I've only seen the character before. I have not watched this show. Yeah, yeah, massive titties. But um, as usual, with um, with all of the science, something, whatever, uh, visual novel, anime, everything that is in Steingate is just not very good. And this unfortunately continues the trend. Oh, I still haven't watched Stein's Gate, even though I know really? it's one of, it's one of your all time favorites. Yeah, you, you you got us. Stein Gate was just special. Uh, uh, I know about John Titor, but just it's just from my experience as living on the internet. Stein Gate was just special. On top of that, it has some of the best uh, science babble I've ever seen. Not only that, but the science bubble is it's all based on like real research, real theories. But yeah. anyways, uh, but you, you think Occultic 9 is just average? Oh, oh good lord, it, it was really average. It's, I, I mean, it comes from the Wait, this one was a light novel. It wasn't a visual novel, but yeah, but I, I believe it's in the same um, series as Tiny. It just, it, it just wasn't good. Well, let's keep going then. Uh, well, I'll just read the synopsis. The, the quick any list one. The paranormal science story follows nine idiosyncratic individual linked by the Shoujo, uh, Shoujo Kageku 
Kiribati Basara occult summary blog run by 17-year-old high school student Yuta Gaman. A little incongruities that uh, occurs around these nine eventually lead to a larger unimaginable event that may alter what is considered common sense in the world. So, so in this one, it's about um, uh, the paranormal. But yeah, it's boring, so let's just move on. Yeah, I see something that's larger and unimaginable. Awooga! <laughs> I'm moving on. So, All right, the uh, next one is Shuumatsu no Izeta. Yeah, this one was okay. Uh, what is it, the English uh, title already? It's something like Izeta, the last witch. Okay. I'll read this synopsis. All right. If I am promised to the princess, then I will fight for her sake. In 1939 CE, the imperialist nation of Germania invaded a neighboring country. All at once, that war spread throughout Europe, and the era was dragged into a spiral of a great war. Then in 1940, Germania's attack turned toward the principality of Elistat, a small Alps country abundant with beautiful water and greenery. Uh, that doesn't tell me much, except this is an alternate universe version of World War II. Yeah, completely. They, they, I mean, G- German, yeah, is, uh, it's not exactly subtle. <laughs> yeah, so is this anything like Yojo Senki? Uh, complete contrary. Well, yes, yeah, somewhat, but uh, somewhat, except that uh, in Yojo Senki... Um, uh, she plays with the with, with the villain. This is against the villain, huh. and um, it it was just it was just fine. There was some good moment, but I felt like the the anime just kind of dragged on at times. That that that's unfortunate. Yeah. So, it's is there anything interesting about it? I'm trying to remember. The, 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 I think the town that we're talking about, you know, the principality uh, of Elistat, I think a principality is something that you see like in Russian territories, but I'm not completely sure. Yeah, I think it means a place run by a run by a prince, so they're still subject yes. to the king. Yes, the, the, uh, I, I remember there was something about the uh, about the interesting secrets hidden in the kingdom, and, and then the, the, there's the the witch existence. That's um, uh, it's it's some interesting elements, but unfortunately, man, I don't remember shit from this show because I remember it running. It it, it was kind of dragging on at times. And that's why I remember shit about it. <laughs> oh, it's still, it's still something worth watching. You think? Uh, it's not bad. You, you could do you could you could do much much worse than that. But I, I still have like fifty shows on my stuff t- to watch. Just no, I, don't add it to your list. Don't add it there. Don't add it. I mean, it's not bad, but it's not a must watch. All right, let's move on then. This one is a good one. Mao Shoujo Ikuse Kekaku. So a social game called the Magical Girl Raising Project allows one 
and ten of thousands of people to be a magical girl. Sir, possessing extraordinary physical capabilities and looks, as well as special magical powers that set them apart from the rest of the human race, but one day in a district containing 16 magical girls, the administration announced that it must halve the number of magical girls to solve the problem of magical energy. So it kind of ends up in a battle royale to the death. Now, is it anything like the battle royale manga? I haven't uh, read or watched the movie. Oh, we'll have to review that in a future episode. It's a, it's really good stuff. Yeah, I, I've heard, I've heard, but uh, it, it ends up in like a, a death match, and this one was not bad at all. Okay, so this is cute girls killing cute things. Yes. So it's kind of like a Madoka type show. Yes, definitely. It, it, it. it I'm pretty sure it exists or is. Only animated because Madoka. Right, this is from the manga is from uh, 2012. L- let me see if this is. Uh... Madoka was 2010, I think. Yeah, yeah. Th- th- this most likely exists because of Madoka. Anyways, moving on. Sure. So uh, we have a girlish number. Man, it's anno- uh, it's annoying when the titles have punctuation marks and shit. It's like what what the shit is that? I I hate the way they name anime now. It's so confusing. Well, uh, that's because I, a lot of it is from like uh, light novel, and they they have like long oh, ass yeah. fucking name. So yeah, so uh, I believe this is actually the same author as. Um, uh, what is the ti- the full title? It's uh, Wataru Watari. Yeah, see, I, let's just go with the English title. It, it, it's the same author as my teen uh, romantic comedy snafu. All right, is this a similar kind of show? Uh, no, th- this one is about uh, a lazy voice actress. No, she can't have much of a career then. Yeah, pretty much. That, that that that's the whole thing. <laughs> that's the whole premise. Yes, and so and, and the the, the she, whole she, show is just about a girl avoiding doing her job. Well, the thing is that uh, she she has never like big. She never has like big big jobs, but that's because she's lazy and she's kind of an asshole about it. And it it, it wasn't bad. It, it wasn't bad. So what? She just does like toothpaste commercials. <clears throat> I don't remember the details, but this is kind of sad, sad in a way. But what is it? Is this like comedy slice of life? Yeah, it's still mostly a comedy. So let's just go with a synopsis. A college student, Chitose Karasuma, is determined not to do boring things as she enters the adult world. To this end, this bad-mannered beauty barged into a facility that trained would be voice actors and actresses somehow landing a job at number one produce a CU agency managed by her older brother Gojo. And she tosses his mind she's poised 
for greatness, but finds herself at a loss when she continues to only get minor roles. As she clashes with other girls in the agency, including a cunning hairhead and a girl with a Kansai accent, Chitas is about to learn that uh, there's more to succeeding in this competitive industry than she imagined. This wasn't bad. This is a nice one. Oh, there's lots of movies about actors and such, but most of them don't really show you how <laughs> just how miserable and nasty that business can be. Yeah, it's it's pretty ghoulish shit. Yeah, uh, especially in Japan, uh, be, being a voice actress must be it must be hell. The the, the whole uh, the whole industry is incredibly competitive. I remember listening to an interview. Um, some radio station was interviewing a Japanese voice actress, and she was talking about how she used to be. She used to work in fast food, like McDonald's, mm-hmm. uh, before she became a voice actress. And they asked, you know, uh, so you like being a voice actress much more, right? And she's like, "Not really." Well, th- th- oh, that was that... Uh, uh, that was one of the voice actresses from the Senran Kagura games. Oh, really? Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, well, this is Japan. The thing about Japan is that, especially, uh, j- j- just imagine having um, a demanding job, I mean, here in Canada, USA, Europe, and imagine having a demanding job in Japan. Oof. It's like five times as demanding. Yeah, they, those people are workhorses, or, well, the government expects them to be. Yeah, it's hell. Yeah, it's why they have a word for dying from overwork. Karoshi. Yeah, Karoshi, yeah. All right, so anything else to say? Now let's move on. Let's move on. So this one is really fucking weird. Really fucking weird. I, I've, I've never seen anything like that. Okay, and... this is called Nanbaka. Hey. Yes. So Full Metal, can you read the synopsis for us? Sure. Four men are assigned to the prison. Jugo, a man who attempted to break out of prison and ended up extending his jail time. Uno, a man who likes to gamble with women. Ruko, a man who likes to get into fights. And Nico, a man who likes anime. That, that explains nothing. Yeah, that what is told it? me absolutely <laughs> jack shit. So, l- l- what is this actually see. about? You've l- seen l- it. Let me see if uh, my anime list. Yeah, this is. Uh, go to the my anime list one. C- can you read this one? It's much better. It's much, much better. Okay, let me get the link. Let's post it in the chat. Okay, this is a much longer uh, synopsis. Yeah, let's go with that one. Okay. Nanba is the world's most most formidable prison built to incarcerate criminals who are too slippery to stay in ordinary confinement. The four inmates who occupy cell 13 are particularly cunning in that behead... What the fuck? In that behalf, having escaped every other prison with a perfect success rate, there is Jugo, a specialist in locks who spent the majority of his life in prison. Uno, a gambler with great intuition, 
Nico and Otaku, whose body reacts strangely to drugs. Well, doesn't that everybody's body react to drugs? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is different. This is different. Like his body does really weird shit. Okay. And Rock, a bruiser with a love for food. The daily shenanigans of the four prisoners always cause trouble for the building supervisor, Hajime Sugoroku, who desperately tries to prevent them from breaking out of Nanba. So yes, so this is a Marshberry synopsis, but this one is really, really strange. I, have you guys heard of uh, Rosario X Vampire? Uh, heard of no, it? No, I haven't seen it. Uh, yes, yeah, so basically, it starts as a comedy and then become more, a more serious. I think I think become battle shonenish uh, later on. Uh, have you heard of uh, Hitman Reborn? Mm, don't think so. All right, so but. Uh, the, the same exact thing happens. It starts as a comedy and then becomes like a battle shonen. Uh, wh- why am I talking about these two? Uh, Rosario X Vampire did something weird in the anime. It completely ignored the battle shonen shit. And then it went and it made a completely original second season where it's still a comedy. Hitman uh, Reborn got an anime, but it never got to the part where it becomes like a battle shonen. This, however, is a comedy that turns into some sort of pseudo battle shonen. I've rarely seen anything like this. It does a complete jar shift. Hmm, the art style looks interesting. Yeah, the, the art style is not bad, uh, but you, you can tell that the author is a, is, is a woman because it, because uh, it's all men. They're all be shonen as fuck, and they all have like... Um, Sparkles. Uh, co- yeah, they all have colored nail polish. So does it look like JoJo or something in terms of art? No, not, not like JoJo, but uh, it looks interesting. But yeah, this is a really strange one. It starts as a comedy. It's about the the the, the, the group of inmates. The four of them always attempt to escape. They fail. They get caught. It's funny. But then it goes into a, a joke battle shonen arc. You know, a tournament arc. Yeah. And then eventually it starts uh, going into... Uh, serious backstory like stuff starts to happen and then suddenly um it starts going a bit battle shonen i i've literally never seen like, anything like that animated yeah i'm so gonna it's add a this show to with my... an identity issue it can't figure out what it wants to do oh i i, I heard it happens to a lot of manga i mean um uh, you've That's, heard of yeah. uh, watamoto right uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, yeah, it's really popular. Uh well apparently it turned into a Yuri manga. Yeah, it started out as like some autistic girl barely functioning to life and then she gets a lesbian girlfriend or some bullshit. Yeah, she she gets a whole RM apparently. <laughs> That's crazy. So yes, it's kind of strange. However, most of the time these shifts are not animated. However, this one has two old season. And the shift 
actually gets animated. I, I've never seen something shift so wildly like this. It goes from uh, a straight up uh, comedy to some sort of pseudo battle shonen with uh, with dramatic backstory. It's, it's really fucking weird. Yeah, this looks fascinating. I'm going to add it to my list of stuff to watch. Yeah, it, it, it's definitely a, a weird one to, to look for. I, I, I really loved it. And all right, so what's next? What's next? Uh, Stella no Maho. Ah, uh, yeah, the magic of Stella. It's a cute slice of life where um, a girl basically program game for the comic cat, I believe. Oh, so it's not about an actual magic high school? No, no. No, I have apparently cute girls program in C. But since it's actually well, I mean, if they're this... programmers, how do you know they're girls? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's a group of friends that ends up making a game, and each friend spe- specializes into something. It's one of those uh, club bullshit anime. It's fun. It's a slice of life. There, there's nothing to talk. There, there's nothing to, uh, more to say about it's, it. Yeah, slice of life shows don't really have plots or anything. It's just live vicariously through these Japanese high schoolers. Yeah, basically. Uh, w- w- we see this often on the podcast because every time we come across Slice of Life, most of the time, uh, or a comedy, most of the time we can't fucking explain it. It's annoying, but it's like, uh, you know Seinfeld, right? Yeah. Right. I- I- how, do you- how do you explain this shit? New York Jews? I don't know how you go from there without uh, well, it, veering into unwelcome territory. Well, it was advertised as a show about nothing, but that's not quite accurate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's like uh, you could say that it's a group of of uh, unlikely friends who gets into shenanigans. But that's like all fucking comedy sitcoms ever. That that's all of them. Yeah. Yeah. So, 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 that, so yeah, there's just nothing to say about it. Let, let's move on. <laughs> okay, next one is Kaito Joker, season four. Well, it's, it's more Kaito, Kaito Joker and actually the final season. Yes, I watched four seasons of that and, and loved every second of it. <laughs> That's like 120 episodes or what? Yeah, let, let me see. It's about uh, 13 episodes per season, I believe. So... Oh, that's not gigantic. Not yeah, like, yeah, like pre Yeah, it's around 50. 50 episodes. That, that, that was a good run. I was satisfied at the end of it. All right. Moving on. So, uh, Okusama Ga Setokaicho Plus. I already talked about that. The... It's um, yeah, yeah. It's it's an etchy shirt. It's cute. The etchy is fantastic. You you get these massive big scrolling picture uh, that are quite sexy, and that that's it. It's more of so, that. So just watch my it. dick the anime. Yes, yes. So this is just softcore porn. Yes. Not much <laughs> plot to it. Well, somewhat. I mean, it, it, it's eight minutes, so it, it it's mostly a comedy anime with some really fucking good edgy. So it, w- watch it if you're into that. Okay. 
let's move on. All right, so th- th- this is where we get into weird fucking Chinese shit. Oh, I don't know if we can discuss Chinese stuff on this podcast. It's too different. <laughs> well, to be fair, you do say this is a podcast about Chinese cartoons. Yes. I... <laughs> you did so say now that. you have to eat those words. <laughs> yeah, we discuss Korean stuff on occasion, too. Well, uh, and, to, and half to, these are animated in Thailand, anyway. To to be fair, I I, I how liners animation they uh, they they apparently have uh, some office in Japan too, so maybe it counts. All right, that's a bit of about, a reach. Let's talk about cheating craft. I'm not even gonna read the synopsis. It was okay, but. Uh, so this typical day in Chinese schools, everyone's cheating. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> in a world where academic success decides your entire future, the exact the exam room become a ruthless battlefield. So yeah, it's just characters using weird powers to <laughs> to try to try to cheat an exam. It, it was kind of dumb. Truly it, Chinese in spirit. L- let's just move on to the the real weird Chinese shit. To be hero. Okay, the Chinese name is Tu Bian Ying Xiong. I'm pretty sure it's not pronounced like this because uh, uh, Chinese Ramaji ma- makes no fucking sense. Yeah, and I can't speak a tonal language even if my life depended on it. Yeah, this one was really fucking good. It's also animated by Owliners. And my god, this was weird. Absolute fucking strange shit. And this is exactly why it was worth watching. All right, I'll read the synopsis. Uh, read the mindless synopsis. Let, let, wait, let, let me see if uh, the annulus synopsis is good. Yeah, it I, might, it I might put be. a link in the chat. Uh, um, I'm not sure. Read the one from uh, mindless. Uh, give me a minute to pull it up. I have the link. Don't, don't read the last paragraph because it's the usual like bullshit or whatever. Okay, but how how heavy is this on the Chinese propaganda? Can you hear the gongs in the background? <laughs> I, I don't think there's Chinese propaganda. I at least have not seen any. Then how did they get funding? <laughs> yeah, isn't that like the only reason China makes anything? It, it might have be actually from from Taiwan or something. I'm not sure. Whoa, we don't talk but... about that place. Whoa, you said the <laughs> T word. I, I have no idea. What word is it? <laughs> the other T words are Tibet and Tiananmen. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! All right, so it's a read this and All right, I'll read it. For Uncle, a lecherous but handsome toilet designer, it is just an ordinary day of neglecting his duties as a single parent to hit on women and talk about his superpower, his ability to tell a lady's hip size at a glance. But when he is sucked down into a toilet, the Space Peace Republic Alliance Hero Committee gives him real superpowers, and he becomes the hero of Earth. There is only one problem. He has become an ugly, unrecognizable fatty who is unable to reveal his real identity. 
Uncle's beloved daughter, Min-chan, does not believe that such a vulgar fatty could be her father, and casts him out of his own home. Distraught and homeless, he joins up with his perverted neighbor, Yamada-san, a small man with a fondness for streaking, and sets out to convince Min-chan that he is her father. Okay, this sounds fucking right. <laughs> this was... I... This was complete I, random shit, and it was actually I, great. I was wondering, is that, like, the actual story, or was that, like, poor yes. translation? No, no, that's actually what happens. That, that, that's the first episode right there. <laughs> this, this looks the, freaking the, incredible. This is absolutely worth watching. I, I've never seen anything like this. It is. It goes both the walls crazy with the randomness, and it's... Uh, wow. <laughs> but it still didn't make your anime of the season? Well, I mean, th there's some strong shows in anime of the season. Yeah, we'll talk about them shortly. There's some really strong shows. So, yeah, to anyways. be a hero, this, this looks like just the kind of wacky Asian stuff that got me into anime in the first place. Oh, it is the wacky Asian stuff that, that you'll just love. And now with more wacky Asian stuff is a uh, Gekyan Ansem. Uh, th this, I believe, this is from a visual novel. What the hell is with this art? Uh, th this is on purpose. It, it, it's shit on purpose. It, it's a parody of Otome Games. Of of, <laughs> of Yaoi Otome Games. All right, that's why the characters have sh have chins you could cut paper with and like, foot long fingers <laughs> well it looks like it was made by a group from deviant art but yeah uh, the thing is that uh, you know the guy with the pointy chin the really pointy chin well they all have pointy chin anyways yeah that doesn't narrow it down mew <laughs> uh, i saw something like a decade ago uh I, I believe it's actually a visual novel. And uh, w one of these guys uh, killed uh, someone else with, with his chin. <laughs> what, like stabbed him through the kidney? Yes. With his okay, chin. Okay, that's kind of funny. Yeah, as I say, this is actually a parody. So I'll just read the synopsis. High school student Yoshiki Maeda is starting a new year in the all-boys Baraman High School. Already with the bad, anyways. One of the first day, Yoshiki reconnects with his childhood friend Takuya Sawatame and meets his odd and dramatic homeroom teacher Teru Iko Sayonji. Yoshiki's younger, younger sister Yu is aware of many, is aware that many of these and some boys and seems to take pleasure in teasing her big brother about them sorry it's, it's it's written like shit again uh yoshiki soon discovers a number of stereotypical romance character and has no choice but to deal with their outright ludicrous and nonsensical boys love and take so yeah it's literally a parody of uh otome um yeah we visual visual novel and this is really funny it's like it's like a three minute short yeah each episode's three minutes 12 episodes it's worth watching. Uh, so I, I haven't seen enough gay porn to get most of the jokes in this. Uh, so tell us more about it, Mew. You, you, you probably don't need to. 
<laughs> it, 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 just right. it, it just outright ridiculous, and mo most of it come from it. But yeah, I'm pretty I'm pretty sure that if you were actually um, acquainted with the jar, it will actually be even funnier. But yeah. All right, let's continue. We got a lot of stuff to cover. The next one is Anitore XX Itotsuyane no Shitade. It's uh, I already talked about this. It's the um, uh, the, the fitness anime. Oh, it's you, designed to get. Side? Yeah, it's designed to get neats to get off their ass and exercise. Yeah, I, I watched that shit while uh, eating chips. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's quiet. Just did. So, anyways, absolutely nothing to say about this. Let's just move on to anime of the season. So, number three, Keijo. You've seen an episode of that, right? Yes. Oh yeah. And I took some notes. So I took some you, screenshots. Did you enjoy it? I <laughs> loved it, dude. Fat asses, the show. That was the whole premise. So um, yeah, basically, th this is a, a parody of sports anime, but at the same time, this is a proper sport anime. Yeah, this is about girls who combat each other using only their tits and ass. So it's it's an anime. Yeah, it, it just fully embraces it. It doesn't give a shit. It's like you like tits and ass. There you go, faggot. <laughs> but yeah, the uh, what's really unfortunate is that the the manga has been kind of canceled, as far as I know. What well, just due to low sales or? Uh, Don't worry, no. the Gojin artist will pick it up. Uh, no, well, uh, apparently it has 177 chapters, so I don't know what's going on with that. But I, I remember the mangaka just apologizing. Uh, I think he wanted to just stop it. Now, did he get me too or what? No idea. Oh. I, I have no idea, but does anyone want to read the synopsis? Yeah, Full Metal, can you read that for us? Oh, fuck. All right, well, from the anime list... Uh, no, uh, let us just go with any list. Yeah. Yeah. Is the shorter one? It seems fine. Okay, give me a sec to pull up the link. I can give it to you. I put it in chat. Yeah, I got it. Keijo is a popular gambling sport where contestants stand on platforms floating on the water and must use their butts and chest to fight against each other to push each other off the platform. Nozomi Kamanashi, a high school student, aims to join the sport after she graduates. Nozomi was raised in a poor family and hopes to make a lot of money by playing Keijo. She grew up training in gymnastics, and she has good balance and flexibility. After high school, Nazami joins a training boarding school and enters the world of Keijo, and this is the first episode. It doesn't really tell you that much about the show, but it tells you enough. It's tits and ass. Yeah, pretty much. And um, it, it, it's a parody, and that, um, I, I mean, it's etchy bullshit, and it goes really crazy later on. Like crazy power that makes no fucking sense. Like unlimited butt works. Yes, <laughs> actually that. 
So and... the, just the one episode I saw, this looked like a standard sports or martial arts anime with all no, the associated it, tropes. It, it gets ridiculous. But at the same time, it's also a proper sports anime, no matter how ridiculous it gets. Uh, yeah, the animation was great. I still enjoy watching this, yeah, even was... if I didn't care about tits and ass. <laughs> Just the action itself yeah. is pretty good. It's actually surprisingly pretty quality, considering that it's just, you know, TNA. Usually they don't really do much for Etchy. It's just like the occasional boob jiggle and panty shot. Well, this is a little more elaborate. It depends. Um, In the last decade, we've got uh, we've got some really quality Etchy shows. If you want a quality Etchy show, watch uh, Valkyrie Drive Mermaid. Yeah, we covered that a couple episodes ago. That that okay, one is I'll really quality, sometime. and also uh, issues the crew reviewers. Oh, interspecies oh, I've reviewers! Seen that. Yes, yeah, it's just absolute filth. <laughs> oh god, that was just degeneracy. The show, I, I, I had to watch the uncensored version that you can only get on um, illicit sites. Yes, yes, I, I watch it too. <laughs> no, no way, uh, a fellow man sensor. of culture. No yeah, way I'm of course. I mean, if you have the option to watch it uncensored, why not? I'm a grown-ass man. Well, the, the problem is that Etchy so shows, especially when they get censored, they get censored hard. I, I remember I, I was going to watch some uh, shows about, like, female wrestler. And, and then th- there was, like, a locker room scene where, like, they, they're naked. And it was, like, three minutes of fucking widescreen. I was like, well, why am I watching this? And then after this, I I, I didn't watch the, the airing, well, when it was airing. And then I didn't have time for the uncensored Blu-ray. So this sucks. It's like a fucking yeah, I mean, waste what's... of time. Yeah, what's the point if they're not going to show anything? I mean, you're that's the only reason you're there, or it's the main reason. Yeah, the, the thing is that a lot of it is uh, some advertisement for the Blu-ray, but it's like, ugh. They, they, they should do uh, like they did with the High School DxD. High School DxD is completely uncensored, and they just had more, um, more scenes to the Blu-ray. Or they make the scenes longer. If you buy the Blu-ray, it's just full-on hentai. No, no, not full-on hentai. But (laughs) uh, that that, that actually exists now. Uh, And I'm not kidding. That's not surprising. They they, they're now hearing. And what's what's weird is that most of these are actually uh, for women. Uh, They're actually uh, airing anime uh, that has no sex in them. Except if you buy the Blu-ray, there's like the full sex scenes. It, it's actually happening. But anyway, that's an interesting marketing gimmick. Yeah, I watched one of them, but like I lost interest because there was like nothing happening. But but that's why. That's why there was nothing happening. <laughs> Anyways, moving on to flip flappers. You, you didn't watch an episode of that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I did. Oh, you did? Yeah. All right. So, can you read the synopsis? Okay. As a middle school student, Kokona has been trying to decide what to do with her life. Magical girl, however, 
wasn't a career path she'd ever considered, when suddenly a strange girl named Papika thrust her into a secret organization called Flip Flap. Kokona's outlook does a radical flip-flop. Her views start to change when she is dragged into an alternate dimension called Pure Illusion, where she's charged with gathering crystal shards and fighting strange creatures. Now, between running missions and facing off against a rival organization, Kokona doesn't have much time to consider alternate career choices. What are these shards, and why is gathering them so important? There's a mystery to be solved and multiple worlds to be saved in flip-flappers. Yeah, I'm really glad there's a synopsis because I, 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 I'm not even sure what, what the fuck the show was about anymore. It, it, it's one of those shows where um, every episode they go into like a weird, different world and then weird shit happens and it's just fantastic. What, what did you think of the first episode? Uh, it, I thought it was generic, but high quality. It uh, looked great, had good music. It, it was really entertaining action. Uh, did did that, they actually that's... go into the other world in the first episode? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I uh, my opinion is basically the same as Dad's. I thought it, it looked very nice, but it was a very generic premise. Yeah, I didn't know if they were entering a dream world or what. Yeah, I, I think there. it's one of those shows where you have like no idea what's really going on for most of it, but you don't care because most of it is just them going into weird world and shit happening, and that that's about the show, really. Yeah, I don't like the character designs, but there's a lot of good visuals here. Mm. So it's still, still worth watching for that. Yeah. Uh I also noticed in the first episode there's a tickling scene and a net scene. So the creator probably has a bondage fetish. <laughs> oh, there's probably a lot of weird fetish in this. Probably. Yeah, weird stuff happens with no explanation, but at least it looks good. Yeah, that, that, that's what you watch it for. So, alright, moving on to anime of the season... Uh, they do that irritating thing where they put a symbol in the, the title and expect you to know what it means. Yeah. I don't speak Greek. Okay. Yeah, it, yes. it, 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 it's, it's, sorry, it, it's, speak. Why, what the hell? My, my goddamn lips is just, uh, I, I'm not saying this again. Too much sucking dick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. Rude. <laughs> okay, we've all been there. <laughs> Maybe uh, you have. I, I just have a weird list hey with, now. Um, with like S sounds, and, and that just completely triggered it. I, I don't know what the hell's going on. It's against your French code to say anything with an S. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've always had this lips ever since I was a kid. So I don't know what, what the hell was going on there. But anyways, um, let's just go with the synopsis. To the average person, psychic abilities might seem a, a, seem a blessing for Kusio Psyche. However, this couldn't be further from the truth. Gifted with a wide assortment of supernatural abilities, ranging from telepathy to X-ray vision, he finds the so-called blessing to be nothing but a curse. Uh, as all of the inconvenience, 
His power cause constantly pile up. All Kisho aims for is an ordinary asshole free life. A life where ignorance is bliss. Unfortunately, the life of a psychic is far from quiet. Uh, though Kusio tries to stay out of the spotlight by keeping his, his powers a secret from his classmates, he ends up inadvertently attracting the attention of many hot characters, such as the empty-ended Riki Nendo and the delusional uh, Shun Kaido. Delusional uh, means he has Chunibyo. Uh, forced to deal with the craziness of the people around him, Kusio comes to learn that the ordinary life uh, he has been striving for is a lot more difficult to achieve than expected. This synopsis is probably longer than it needs to be. Yeah, it's yeah, about as I long mean... as an episode. <laughs> yeah, they're they're really short and. I appreciate it because it just it's just joke after joke and it's it's actually really funny. Like it's one of the few comedy animes that actually had me laughing every episode. It gave me really hard like Cromarty High School vibes. Yeah, the the comedy was fantastic. Uh, basically, um, a psyche is is the only sane person in the room, and. Um, it's kind of strange. He never talks. He talks with with his psychic power, and he plays. Oh, I didn't notice that. Yeah, he plays. Yeah, the he never moves his mouth. Yeah, he plays the straight man uh, for you, you know the the comedy duo thing in Japan. Yeah, yeah. What is he... it called already? Oh, I forget the term, but I know what you mean. There's a straight faced Men guy. Menzai comes something like this. Yeah, there's a straight-faced guy combined with a wacky guy. Yeah, and the straight-faced guy is its point is like to, to to react to what the the crazy guy is doing, and th th that's the whole comedy. It, it sounds boring, say it like that, because I mean it's it's a it's a really common uh, type of uh, comedy in anime, but th this is just fucking excellent. Yeah, yeah I know it, it doesn't. It does it really well. Yeah, I was laughing out loud too, and this is good shit. This has like two whole season, and I really recommend both of them. Yeah, there's yeah, a surprisingly there's a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I noticed. Mm, it. No, well, it's it says 120 episodes. However, um. The 125 minute short episode were combined into like uh, 24 episodes. Yeah. Uh, the, the thing I watched online, I th think it put five episodes into one. It was four or five episodes or five minute shorts. Yeah, I just, uh, how I watched them, it was just like normal, like 24 minutes episodes. Yeah, I watched it on Netflix, and it had it was basically just the regular runtime episode. Mm -hmm. I noticed there there was a scene where uh, the dad gets served food in a shoe, mm -hmm. which is a gigantic insult in Asian countries. Oh, really? Yeah, and I noticed this because in 2018, the Prime Minister of Israel did this to the Prime Minister of Japan. Oh, I, I'm not joking. <laughs> That, that that actually happened. Yeah, I put a link in the chat. Just an unbelievable dick move.
Whoa. He did it on purpose, or did he not know? I mean, it's I mean, just I, 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 a fucking shoe. Okay, no, that's not <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that's Israeli custom. This is really custom to be a dick. <laughs> yeah, well, it is, but let's not get into that. Hamas did nothing wrong. <laughs> hey, now, I mean, let's not say things that are true, but we can't take back. <laughs> uh, let, let's just move on. Let's just move on. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Psyche was a, it was a lot of fun. I was, yeah, was laughing solid. out loud. I, so let, highly let, recommended. And the best character was yeah, his friend with the white hair, the Alex Jones type, who sees <laughs> a conspiracy in everything, whether there's one there or not. Now, it, it just is the Chinibio talking. That's look, like the dark orga- organization or something. Look, what we're thinking of as anime girls are really <laughs> interdimensional demons. Anime girls are succubi, and they want to steal your precious bodily fluids. Laugh at me all you want. We have the documents. <laughs> no, the, the character is not like that at all, so the, the, don't believe it. <laughs> Anyways, let, let's just go to uh, the Anime of the Year 2016 nomination. Um, number three, Kono Subarashi Sekai ni Shukufukuo Konosuba. Yeah, Konosuba is great. So uh, yeah, the, I mean, the, you're a weeb, you know Konosuba. Everyone talked about it. Yeah, pretty much. Did, did I make uh, you watch an episode of that, Dad? I've I've already seen it. Yeah, and I've seen some of it before. Oh, uh, yeah, perfect. It, I've, I've watched it, all of it. I it, I like a lot. It's impossible to avoid the memes. And number two, and this one hurts because season two sucked so bad. Rezero. Uh, I know you like ReZero a lot, and you've complained about it at length. Uh, yes. I just yes, haven't I, seen it I, yet. I need to say nothing else I, about it. I I watched the first half of the first season until they got the, the gay cat boy on screen, and I was like, nah, I think I'm done. <laughs> yeah, Felix. And anime yeah. of the year 2016 goes to Boku Dake Ga or also known as Erased. Yeah, I watched I one episode of this. It was fantastic. Yeah, you you need to watch it all. You need to watch it all. It's not the anime of the year for nothing. So yeah, so th- this season was kind of... Uh, you know, I was looking at Danny Shart and eh, I, I don't know. I'm like, I, am I the problem or... Um... Yes. No, it's the children <laughs> who were wrong. No, but I, I looked at, at the season and I, th- th- there was plenty of... There was not a lot of stuff I wanted to pick up. So so this is where anime just kind of got slow and I started picking up less thing. And do we have enough time for 2017, I hope? Yeah, let's continue. All right, so now winter 2017, we'll go with the shout-outs as well. Uh, full metal, you good to spend another hour or so? Yeah, I'm good. I All mean, right. you, you watch the show, so you got to... <laughs> Alright. Yeah, I mean, I already the homework, motherfucker. So, we start with uh, Masamune Kun no Revenge. Okay, I'll, I'll read the synopsis. Alright. As an overweight child, Makabe Masamune was mercilessly teased and bullied by one particular girl, Adagaki Aki. 
Determined to one day exact his revenge upon her, Makabe begins a rigorous regimen of self-improvement and personal transformation. Years later, Masamune re-emerges as a new man. Handsome, popular, with perfect grades and good at sports, Masamune-kun transfers to Aki's school and is unrecognizable to her. Now Masamune-kun is ready to confront the girl who bullied him so many years ago and humiliate her at last. But will revenge be as sweet as he thought? No. That's the answer, and that's what was disappointing about it. Oh, do they fall in love? <laughs> I mean, it's it's obviously gonna happen, and you darn know you know darn well that the revenge is not gonna happen, and that kind of sucked. I mean, it was not terrible, Lame. but um, you know, like early on, that it's not gonna happen. No. Yeah, just revenge on Phil Field has got to be the worst feeling in the world. Not, not awful. You you knew what you were getting to rather early on, but just ultimately a little bit disappointing. So moving on to Aonor Exorcist, Kyoto, Fujoho, uh, and this is season two of that. Which is kind of strange, uh, considering that um, season one ended in uh, pure filler, L- like a-, a filler, a filler ending that uh, didn't exist in the manga, as far as I know. Why do you have filler with a twelve-episode series? Because uh, most likely the uh, manga was uh, it was uh, not finished when. Well, I mean, it, it wasn't far enough when uh, they they animated the anime. Season 1 was really fucking good, and Season 2 was also really fucking good, which, uh, which is really disappointing. We, we only got two seasons of this fantastic manga, and nothing more. That, that sucks. Yeah, I remember you saying you really liked it. Yeah, I really fucking liked it. It, it was a late pickup, and uh, I remember basically watching it until like 4 a.m. in the morning. I just binge it all in one shot. It was fucking fantastic. I'll add this to my list. And uh, season two just continues what season one was uh, going for, except near the end. And it was just as good as season one was. All right, let's continue. Moving on to Demichan wa Katagitai. So let's just go with the synopsis. Let me. Ch- Whoops, uh, I've took two shows, sir. Right. Succubus, uh, Dulahan, and Vampire, they are known as Ajin or Demis, and they're slightly different than the average human. They have lived alongside humans for ages under persecution. However, in recent years, they have become accepted as members of society. This story follows a high school biology teacher who has a great interest in Demis and his interaction with the various Demis in his school, each with their own cute little problems. And he chooses basically to make um, a, a paper on them. That, that's why he, he decides to study them. Uh, this doesn't look like softcore porn, like a monster no. musume. <laughs> 
No, no. It, it's basically the cute comedy slice of life version of it. Yeah, I think the term demi comes from demi human, which is from yes. Dungeons from Dungeons and Dragons. I, 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 I'm not surprised because uh, Dungeons and Dragons have paved the ways uh, for most JRPGs. Yeah. So yeah, this is a cute slice of life about the monster girls. That, that's it. Let, let's move on. <laughs> okay, next is Urara Meirocho. Ah, uh, sorry, I almost missed it. Uh, another cute slice of life. This one is a little bit more special. The story is set in Meirocho. Uh, Meiro, it's his labyrinth. That, that's what it means. Okay. At, a town where all female diviner Ura Naishi lives and where girls from all over the country yearn to become the top diviner, Urara. Uh, today, a solitary girl uh, named Chia enters the town's gate. However, she has another purpose coming here. Besides becoming the Urara, Chia's uh, days as an apprentice diviner begins as she meets three friends. The earnest uh, Kun, Kome, who is a fan of Western culture, and the Sashai Nono. So basically, the, the main character is a wild girl. Uh, is a wild girl. She was. Um, uh, no, she, she wasn't raised by the forest, but she, she's like a, a, a lonely country girl who is friends with like all the animals and shit like this. So, so, so she's very rowdy and and all that shit. I hear the word labyrinth, and I usually think it's going to be standard fantasy JRPG stuff. And uh, it's it, it just that the, the the town they're in is some sort of weird labyrinth, and um, the, the town is separated by levels, and they have to raise their diviner level to uh, be able to... Uh, to enter other part of town, uh, be, be raising their diviner levels comes with some sort of um, of challenges, which were actually pretty interesting. So it's a little more than a cute slice of life. It sounds like video game logic. Uh, yes, absolutely, video game logic, which is extremely present in manga and anime lately. Especially with the freaking uh, isekai, you know. Yeah, if there's oh, an yeah, isekai, the whole, it's one. The whole isekai. Yeah, it turned like every like anything that would have been a regular fantasy show just got added like RPG elements thrown in for yeah. no reason. But but this is not like super hardcore into like video game elements, but definitively there's some sort of inspiration. So, anyways, moving on to uh, Minami Kamakura Koko Joshi. All oh, right. Sorry, it's not the full title. Joshi Jitenshabu. This is important because Jitenshabu means bicycle club. All right, I'll read it. The story begins with Hiromi Maiharu, 
a girl who moved from Nagasaki to Kamakura. She begins her new life in Kamakura and her first day in high school by bicycling to her school, but she has not ridden a bicycle since she was young. On the way to the ceremony for the first day, she meets Tomoe Akitsuki, and Tomoe helps her train to be better at bicycling. So this is another cute uh, slice of life. Uh, jar, it says that the jar is only sports, but I don't exactly agree. It's sports and slice of life. Like, uh, they, they actually go into races, but that's not the point of the of the show, I feel. So just putting sports as this primary jar, I, I think it's, I, I don't agree with that. Yeah, so, that's so so is this also designed to get people to leave the house and exercise? Yes. Yes, because I, at the end of it, there's actually the voice actress. Um, th there's actually uh, three minutes of a real life segment with the voice actress going to bicycle shops and, and asking the clerks. Oh. So you actually get to learn shit. Japan is trying so hard to get people off of their asses. <laughs> this one, as a, as a character I kind of like, she's called Sandy McDougall. She's an American, um, I believe she was American. Let's just see. Yeah, student from the United States. An exchange student, and uh, she has like that, that crazy foreigner accent that they give all these characters, and I just love it when they do that. Yeah, it kind of reminds oh, well, me. When they have like, oh, sorry. Like ahead. a really thick, like a really. Do you mean like a thick Southern accent or just like a thick English accent? Yeah, no, but like the 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 one character who speaks like English and suddenly shout things in English. I just love these characters. Oh, okay. They're ridiculous, but I love them. But yeah, this this was a cute show. I liked it. Yeah, the concept kind of reminds me of how heavy are the dumbbells you lift. Yes, but this is a little bit less of a comedy than this, because how heavy are the dumbbells you lift is what is much more of a comedy than this. This is really much more of a cute slice of life. Right. So it's boring. Well, it's <laughs> it's the good kind of boring. Yeah, it's peaceful. <laughs> yeah, if yeah. you're in the comfy shit. So, anyways, moving on to the next anime, Nan Nanbaka 2. L let's not... I already talk about that. I, I don't even know... I, I don't know why they were separated by two seasons. It makes no sense because it just continued. Yeah, uh, maybe they only had a limited amount of money. They were just seeing if people liked the first 12 episodes. Yeah, maybe, but th this is exactly why I hate those... Uh, those you know, there's a season, and, and then there's a pause, and then there's another season. It's it, No, it's part one and part two, and th all of this makes no sense. There's no fucking rules. I hate it. <laughs> You know what I'm getting at? Uh, I already whine about yeah. this. Already yeah, episode. there's not much rhyme or reason to uh, what gets made into anime. No, but, but what? not what gets made, but the, uh, 
uh, th there's no rules about seasons. So you, you have a show that's been continuing. It's separated in two seasons for, for no fucking reason. I don't get it. Why does this happen? But anyways, moving on to Chubo Ryonyopomi Gekijo Dai Nimaku I My Me Surgical Friends. So it's the third season of uh, of I My Me. The character gets into into more weird ass shenanigans. There's I, I can't explain this shit. Yeah, I, move on. I, I forgot what it was about. Sorry. It was about it, no, nothing. If if I recall correctly, the, the story is about a manga club, but um, they, they never do this. Literally, uh, there's one character that tries to get the manga club going, and the two other characters keep shitting on her. It, it makes no sense. It, it, it's one of those uh, really random shorts. I can't tell what this show is supposed to be about. All I can tell is that the girls on the cover are basically naked. Is this show? I, I mean, this is the show where uh, there's a gif of um, of one of the character um, licking an axle toil. You know the, the, those weird white white lizard that that uh, lives in in water or something. Oh, licking yeah. a lizard? <laughs> Is that a euphemism? No, I don't think so. Yeah. Just random. Okay. Fucking weird fetish. And it's there's somebody's a... fetish. <laughs> for, for sure. And there's uh, one show I had no no choice but to to a drop called uh, Nyanko Days. It, it's girl with like chibi cat girls. Uh, if I recall correctly, nobody was subbing this. That's why it was dropped. No, nobody liked it. I don't know. Uh, I think it simply wasn't picked up officially. And then um, some random group uh, took it. And then they subbed like two, three episodes and then never again. Now, let's move on to Nazi Lolly. So yeah, Yay. extremely sad that it couldn't rank. The season was too darn strong, and um, I, I I list three shows. The first one is Yojo Senki. Yeah, I've seen this before. Read some of the manga too. It had really good art. So who wants to read the synopsis? Uh, Full Metal. You want to read that for us? Yeah, sure. Give me a second. Okay. Okay. The novel series centers on a young girl who fights on the front lines in war. She has blonde hair, blue eyes, and nearly transparent white skin, and she flies through the air and mercilessly strikes down her opponents. Her name is Tanya Dugurashov, and she speaks with a young girl's lisp and commands the army. Tanya used to be one of Japan's elite office workers. But because of a wrathful god, she was reborn as a little girl. Tanya prioritizes optimization and career advancement above all, and she will become the most dangerous entity among the Imperial Army's sorcerers. 
So uh, what did you did y'all think about it? Uh, I I really I really liked it. Yeah, this is good stuff. It has just gorgeous animation. Even though the premise is, it's kind of a stretch that this evil businessman becomes yeah. and uh, comes a girl it, yeah. in a fantasy world that's a mixture of World War One and World War Two, except magic also exists. It it's, it's kind of a <laughs> weird concept, but. Uh, yeah, the execution yeah, yeah. is really good. Yeah, e even today it's a fresh of breath air uh, compared to all of the isekai going on. Yeah, this oh, is yeah. unique it's, as far as isekai different. goes. Right. So, all right. So, anything else to say about it? I really liked it too. I'm. I mean, yeah. It's I've seen all of it, and it's really good. The movie, especially, has some pretty brutal scenes. Oh, I haven't um, seen the movie yet. Uh, it's yeah, I'd recommend it if you like the first season. You'll you'll want to watch the movie. It's um it, yeah, I mean if the term if the the words Nazi lolly does anything for you, you'll want to check out Tanya. Actually, it's not it's not exactly Nazi. I believe uh, it's no, more based on the World War One or something something like that. Yeah, I also yeah, like but it's still Germany. Close enough. <laughs> I like that there's a, a character named Mary Sue. <laughs> really. I forgot about that. Yeah, but it, it's spelled S-I-O-U-X, like the American Indian tribe. Okay. So so I'm sure they had no idea of the uh, uh, the I, trope coming from Star Trek fanfic. I, I don't know about that. I don't, it, it, it might have been... Uh, because in Japan, usually, a lot of the time, they call uh, characters or they use uh, kanji uh, special kanji to mean something about the character so uh, a lot of author actually think this way uh, I'd have to look it up so uh, another uh, show that I'm sad that didn't rank was uh, Gabriel Dropout okay I've seen this too oh you've seen this really I've seen an episode or two yeah it's a comedy slice of life with a the uh, gimmick is that there's demons and angels playing pranks on each other. Well, uh, I'm not even going to read the synopsis. But basically, you have two angels, two devils, uh, that are studying on her on Earth for some reason. I don't remember. And, uh, well, the, the angel ends up uh, being a bit devilish, and the devil ends up not being much like devils at all. And yeah. that's where the comedy comes from. Yeah, the most evil thing she does is like stay up past her yeah. bedtime. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's pretty it's pretty soft core stuff. It's all just happy fun times. Yeah, it, it it's a comedy slice of life, and it's it's really funny. It's really really funny, and it pisses me off that we never got a sequel anime when shit like Jashin Chen gets like two or three seasons that 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 is just sad yeah i've only seen a little bit of this but what i saw was entertaining yeah i recommend the rest of it and uh, another uh sorry did you have something to say about it nope all right so moving on another that i'm sad uh, that cool and rank is Konosuba Kono season two 
You know what it is? It's season two. Season two was even funnier than season one. Uh, I've not I've not seen season two. I need to. Oh, yeah, it, it's got some good moments. There's the darkness arc, and it's the best darn thing about this season. It's hilarious oh, yeah. from A to Z. It's absolutely fucking nuts. It, it never stops. But anyways, moving on to uh, anime of the season. Uh, number three. Uh, Kobayashi-san Chi no Maid Dragon. And we have season two of that next season. So you, did you guys watch an episode of that? I don't remember. Yeah, this yeah, is I about uh, lesbians and their adopted baby. <laughs> <laughs> Kinda. Yeah, more or less. Let, let just me, I'll just read the synopsis. What happens when a drunken premise leads to living with a dragon? That's Mish Kobayashi's new reality when Toru appears in her life. With a maid slash dragon in her home, she's experiencing a whole new level of domestic bliss. But the dragons don't stop there. On a mission to find Toru appears Kana, a little dragon with a big attitude. Before she knows it, Kobayashi's got a house full of dragons. One serving tail and the other serving serious moi. Together, they, li they live side by side with only the occasional disaster. Well, maybe, but nothing beats coming home to the warm welcome of a dragon man. So this is another comedy slice of life. Uh, this, this one is made by Kyoto Animation, and it was just wonderfully done. It's, it's, extreme, it's an extremely comfy watch, and I just recommend it. Yeah, the little dragon girl might be the cutest anime girl I've seen in anything ever. She deserves all the head pets. Yeah. yeah, but if if you watch, uh, there's some uncomfortable, slightly edgy scenes with her. It's just like, mm, I wish they didn't do that, but whatever. Yeah, fucking Japan. Yeah. <laughs> I, I saw a clip where they're playing like Twister or some shit. Yeah, and it yeah, got they, a little they, weird. I'm like, mm, was that yeah. really necessary? But well, whatever. It's a yeah, cute show. It, it, it's comfy. It's really recommended. And now the second anime of the season is Akia 13 Ku Kansatsuka. I didn't make you watch this because uh, this show is an extremely slow burn. An extremely slow burn. Also, the I... opening is fucking amazing yeah you told me not oh yeah. not to bother watching it unless i watch all of it yeah i saw the first episode you didn't tell me not to watch it oh shit <laughs> sorry oh, really? you fuck up <laughs> so, i watched the first episode. it was interesting i could tell it was going to be one of those slow anime that's a slow yes. build up i kind of got like psychopath vibes so it, it kind of felt like there's this slow like it, it, story it, it, it's not as crazy as psychopaths but uh I'll tell it after I read the synopsis. Uh, Akia is a giant unified syndicate uh, residing in a kingdom split into 13 autonomous regions. Akia was formed back when there was threat of a coup d'etat and it was and it has continued to protect the peace of civilian for almost 100 years. Jean Otus, 
the vice chairman of the inspection department at Aka headquarters, is one of the most cunning men in the syndicate history with the nickname of Jean de Cigarette Peddler. Uh, with Mikoli puffing cigarettes, he wanders through the 13th district, checking to see if there is any foul play afoot. So yeah, I'm, I once talked about an anime called uh, K, just K, and uh, you don't, you, and K, you don't know what the plot is. However, it's it's kind of terrible because mo- most of the show is like, where's the plot? Where's the plot? We're not telling you where's the plot. Just search the plot, and it's it's fucking terrible. However, in this one, you actually slowly uncover the plot with the main character, and th- this does this does what K failed to do. I I did see K as well. Um, K- I don't K- remember K- much. Yeah, no, I re- I don't remember that much from it, other than exactly that. It's like there wasn't really a plot until the end. Yeah, exactly. There, there was no plot. The, the, uh, just to refresh your mind, uh, some dude had amnesia. Uh, he encounters some sort of samurai guy that wants to kill him. And the dude is like, yo, why, why do you want to kill him? Uh, er, 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 are you sure you're not mistaken? And then the samurai dude uh, stays with him to um, to to know if it's really the one uh, we've been searching for. And it's 100% um, style over substance. But you think it's really yeah. good style? You kind of, yes. The, the, the style is really special. However, the, the way that they ended up delivering the plot pissed me off. However, in Akia 13, the way it, it does what K failed to do with the plot. Oh, I didn't watch it, so I have no comment. But yeah, that, that's about it. it. It's really, it's really worth watching. Not to be missed. And, yeah, I'll uh, probably check out more of it. Oh, you should. And anime of the season is Sangetsu no Lion. So, did, did, did you guys watch an episode of that? Yeah, I did. It's about the professional shogi player with depression. Yes, I, I'll read yeah, the synopsis. Rei Kiriyama is a 17 year old boy who recently started living alone, financed by his salary as a professional shogi player. Despite his independence, however, he's yet to mature emotionally and his problems continue to haunt him in his daily life. His relationship with his adoptive family is strained and he has difficulties interacting with his fellow high school student. Meanwhile, his professional career in shogi has entered a, sorry, has entered a slump Burdened with the heavy expectation placed upon him, his win and losses are fluctuating as his record and progression into the ranks begin to stagnate. Acquainted with Re, heir the three Kawamoto sister, Akeri, Inata, and Momo, unlike Re, 
and they live happily in their mother's home, which they warmly welcome Rayan to as if he were one of their own. He frequently visits the family, interacting with them and receiving the kind of care and affection he never quite had while under his foster home. This is story of Ray's triumphs and failures, relationship new and old, and his growth as a person. Uh, what a synopsis. It actually explains a lot, I think. Yeah, it seems like one of those shows that's very heavy on the feels. Yes, it's a drama slice of life. With yeah, I was some, immediately... With some thought. little side of comedy. Here and there. Yeah, it, it I was comes a, with slice of life. I was immediately getting some Your Lie in April vibes. Uh, unfortunately, I haven't seen that, but I think it might it's, actually be an apt comparison. Yeah, it's it's a very it's an emotional roller coaster. I'll tell you that much. Um, yeah, yeah, I thought, they and had... it's got beautiful animation. Yeah, yeah this has I think u- this is the same, really. Yeah, this has a unique art style, and uh, when things get emotional, it changes to this really rough, uh, sketchy kind of style. Yeah, and uh, sometimes uh, when something happens, you get um, how to say. Uh, like th- there's this guy uh, Kai Shimada who gets his own arc in the first season and this is the best Godarm arc uh, he- he's training alone in Shoji uh, he's-, he's kind of struggling to advance uh, in the ranks too and at some point he's just playing and th- there's kind of waves of water hitting him and this is the kind of show that does stuff like this all the time, and it's crazy. It's crazy beautiful. Is it literal water, or does it like represent his internal turmoil? Or yeah, it, it represents his internal turmoil. Uh, the atmosphere kind of reminded me of Erased. Mm, I, I'm I don't not know if sure. I would compare it to Erased. Uh, I said your line, April. I think that's a more apt... Yeah, yeah, I haven't but seen that's just it, my but I think, I think it's it's probably uh, a more apt comparison. Yeah, yeah, but it, yeah. At the start, I thought it was kind of unremarkable, but as the episode went along, it got me more and more hooked. This was good shit. I was immediately hooked. I was like, "Oh, I can tell this is going to be an emotional ride." Yeah, this is a good one. I really, really, really recommend it. And as yeah. far as I'm aware, you don't exactly need to yeah. to know Shuggy to enjoy it compared uh, compared to something like Kaiji, where if you don't know how Mahjong works, uh, you can't really enjoy it. Well, with Kaiji, half of the fun is how the uh, protagonist cheats at the various games. Mm-hmm. No, that, uh, oh, sorry, I meant Akagi. Oh, yeah, Akagi is all about Mahjong, and, and it goes into an intense detail. Uh, yeah, I, did, I, I didn't understand it. Yeah, I watched with a friend who understood the game, and he uh, explained it to us as it was going on. But yeah, absolutely worth it. Uh, you, you should watch it. And now I have some extra shows just for this time, anime of the season, rank number four, Kimono Friends. 
Uh, I have written some stuff about it. Like I, I'm afraid everything else was just better, but to not include Kimono Friend in one way or another will be a mistake. Uh, Akio was fantastic, and so was Sengetsu no Lion. Uh, Dragon Maid was peak comfy slice of life. Uh, so Kimono Friends needs a special shout-out for being such an entity, an entity that everyone loved. Uh, one man set uh, out to make an anime with a budget of a, of a pocket lint and rubber band, and he managed to somehow salvage the project brilliantly, only to get fucked over hardcore by the publisher. Really? How so? Oh yeah, so basically what happened is that uh, Kimono Friends started as a mobile game, I believe. And it was failing. It it, it, it just a complete failure. And there was an anime project in the work. Uh, and the anime project had a, a budget of pocket link, lint and, and string, literally. Uh, it took them... Yeah. Forever to finish it, I heard, and yeah. um, the animation team was mostly student. Do, do you have some knowledge about it? Uh, my only knowledge of Kimono Friends was that it has animal people and that one meme of the penguin who fell in love with the cardboard cutout. Mm. But I mean, Fullmetal was gonna say something, I think. Yeah, go ahead. Oh no, I was just gonna add on, like, yeah, the budget was like whatever, fu- whatever pocket change they could find around the vending machine at the office. Yeah, like it, it's the animation is so cheaply done, but it has a a lot of charm to it. So if you're into like that moe kind of cutesy adventure stuff, like it's up your alley. But you know, yeah. definitely check it out. But uh, basically, it was a, it took like a long time to finish. Uh, the, uh, there were actual students, I mean, still students involved into this, I heard. And every single voice actress were completely new. So the budget was extremely low. What happened is that uh, despite this, the, the director managed to make it an amazing uh, success. Uh, the first episode broke a viewing anime record on uh, Nikuniko Doga. Or... Oh, nice. However, he got fucked over. I- I- I've heard that um, he was um, told that he could do anything the hell he wanted with it. However, since it became a success, you know, I this is just stuff that I've heard. I've heard that... Um, uh, the director made a bonus episode for the fans, and then the higher ups did not like that because it was supposedly not authorized or something, and uh, they they canned him, despite him single handedly reviving the franchise. At least that's what I heard. But yeah, I, I... if true, that's pretty fucked. Oh well, well yeah, the, I... the, the fact that it was fucked over was is true, however. Oh. And that's yeah, I remember fun. hearing that. Well, that, I mean, that's just Japanese companies for you. If you don't do it exactly the way they want you, they just fuck you in the ass. Yeah, the uh, the the otaku in Japan were fucking mad about it. Oh, everyone was. I remember hearing about it, like when it came out. People yeah. were livid because they they really like fell in love with this show, despite it looking like a pile of dog shit. 
Oh God, you have no idea. I, I I've heard about this, and I, I watched the first episode. I was like, "What the hell is this?" And then I continued watching, and it was just pure love. Let let, let me just read the synopsis uh, now. Uh, so the anime story takes place in Japari Park, a gigantic integrated zoo. And the zoo, due to mysterious sand star substance, the animal starts turning into human-shaped creatures called animal girls. Uh, Japari Park uh, is a place where many people visit and have fun, but one day a lost child wanders into the park. The lost child starts a journey to return, but because... Uh, so many animal girls join in the quest, it becomes an unexpected grand adventure. So yeah, it, it looks like shit, but it, it was just fantastic. You can tell there was a lot of passion put in uh, into it. Right, I was gonna... <laughs> I was going to compare this CG to the 2016 Berserk, but this has this actually has heart. Yeah, it wasn't a cheap cash in. It was somebody actually like tried. Yeah, it's kind of crazy because the guy was just given Pinos to do it, and he managed to somehow make uh, make make just something that everyone loved to make. Uh, the, the words escape me, but uh, yeah, he make he made a phenomenon. Yeah, he turned shit into gold. Basically, this, this is good basically. stuff. The, the the franchise was completely dead in the water, and he just managed somehow. That, that's crazy. So yeah, th- this show really really needed a shout out. And uh, anything else to say about it? Nope. All right, nope. so. So there's another show. I've been talking about it for a few episodes already. This is really awkward because really, uh, what do you do with really long-running shows? I mean, let's just say Dragon Ball Super. Uh, how do I include this shit into the seasonal? How do I do it? Yeah, to cover it properly, we'd have to give it its own episode. Yes, yeah. and then I could maybe... F- Put the where the arc end and to the season, but but that's not listed on any list. That so it just kind of gets awkward talking about it. So I, I just took where it it handed to talk about it, and uh, I'm I'm gonna finally talk about it. So it's Pripa, and it, this is basically one of my favorite anime of all time. Yeah, I watched the first three episodes of Prepara, like you suggested. Same. I'll just start with the synopsis. So this anime is set in the Prepara world, filled with girls' dream and yearning for fashion, dance, and music. Seemingly, every day, there are auditions that sends top idol to worldwide fame on television and online. Lala and her friends are all fascinated with this world. However, Lala's school forbids Puripara for elementary school children. An unexpected chance leads Lala to make her first entrance into the world of Puripara, where she might just make her debut. That synopsis is not super good. So basically, there's this place called Puripara. It's kind of like another world, uh, and it's filled with idols. Um, 
so you have Lala, she lives in Parajuku, which is a parody of Harajuku, which is basically the, the fashion town of, uh, of Japan. And uh, to enter Pripara, uh, she needs to be, uh, to be randomly chosen. Uh, one, one day she actually wakes up with, um, with a ticket uh, under her bed or something, so she can like finally access Pripara. I believe that's how it goes. It's been really long. So this, uh, how did I describe the the animation to you? It looked like a roadkill opossum being animated like a marionette. Yeah, I, you, you you mean the three D dancer? Yeah, I did not like the way this looked. Yeah, it wasn't great. Yeah, the the, the CG is dated. Uh, the sequel uh, Kirato Prichan, the CG is much fucking better for the dances. However, well, the first season the CG was good before the show even came out. Hmm? Yeah, Sorry? the CG looked like a PS2 cutscene. It was dated before the show even came out. Yeah. yeah. Well, the the thing is that um th- this is actually uh, paired with an arcade game. Oh, is that where that it originates? Sense. Yes. Uh, it, it's one of those multimedia franchises. You have the um, the idol group called Iris. They're actually um they actually voice the the main characters. Yeah, are they the girls we see in the live action bits at that closing song? Uh yes, I believe. Okay. Yeah, these girls have the highest pitched voices I've ever heard. <laughs> You have to be Superman to hear shit on this spectrum. Oh, all right, so where was I? Let's just me finish my my speech. Okay. So uh, th- this one is oddly listed as several season. Like it does it. Another gripe about this. This goes on from like for like one hundred forty episode, but this is listed as three season. Like it never took a break. This just annoys me. So anyways, I discovered it much later and apparently it took a while for it to be subbed, but, but darn, the series instantly shut up to one of my favorite. Um, a series so good that the pretty rhythm series uh, can't seem to get aware uh, from it right now, the pretty rhythm series is um, basically the rival of Aiketsu, which uh, won't tell you much. Uh, which which uh, well, it won't tell you much, you too. But this is this is another series that um, does the same exact thing. This is mirrored by an arc. There's an anime, and there's an arcade game. So do you have to play the arcade game to get the whole plot? No, n- not really. Uh, what happens is that um, you you buy uh, sets of cards and you have uh, clothing sets. You have a net piece, you have a top, you have um um you know pants or yeah. you you get a one piece set and then you have shoes. So you, you buy uh, packs of cards and you try, uh, you know, getting all sets. So what, what, how this works is that you, uh, you create a character 
and then the game give prints you a ticket every time you play. This game is fucking expensive. I think it's one or two dollars play. Hmm. Sounds like a pretty successful cash cow, though. Yes, yeah, y- yeah. Is but, this really popular? Uh, as far as I'm aware, yes, because I mean, uh, you have to sell the cards. You have to have arc- arcade uh, cabinets available. So I think yes, it was pretty popular. Uh, so so yes, yeah, so you make you make your character, and you get your own ticket. Uh, with this ticket, there's a QR code. This is your character, and then you get a top part that's called a pre-ticket. You um, exchange it with your friends because the, the top part is your character. You exchange it with your friends because um, they they can um, they can scan you while they play, and then uh, they can play with your character. I'm trying to imagine how this works because arcades, yeah, well, arcades yeah, have been I, dead that, for 20 years in well, the, I, in the states. I know all this works because I have the game on Switch. Yes, I'm this much of a fucking fan that I actually bought the game on Switch. Weeb, fucking <laughs> weeb, get off this show. So so right so. I don't know if it's the Stockholm Syndrome coming in, but I ended up loving most of the songs because, yeah, like um, a show like... uh, uh, Let me get my list. Is it like uh, Love Live? No, no. I was thinking of the Magical Girl show I keep. Oh, yeah, Pricker, Pricker. You know, know, like Pricker, Pricker has a fucking fight every episode. However, this has a song every episode. C- compared to Pricker, this is much better because um, they can simply non-sequitur into the song, so they don't have to do the like this huge massive fucking setup for it. Yeah, I, I, I noticed when they got to the onstage portions, mm-hmm. it all switched to pretty cheap CG, and the child characters started singing like highly trained adults. But I guess I guess that's part of the magical girl transformation. They become supernaturally skilled. Yeah, I imagine. So, all right. So, uh, where was I? Yeah, basically, this show is actually the the shonen of idol anime. Well, they're all a bit somewhat like that, but uh, this one is the most. You know more than the other, the making drama that appears. You know the the small animation that appears during the song. Uh, you've seen it, right? Yeah. So yeah, uh, they're basically the equivalents of new attacks. Yeah, you can have shown in competitions about things other than fighting or sports, like food wars, for example. Yeah, and also there's a constantly tournament arc training arcs character actively discussing during the songs so it, it, it's set up a, a lot like a freaking shonen show oh and also they have a goal you know like naruto wants to become the the fucking okay yeah. well and this show they want to become kami idols Yeah, this singing and dancing contest stuff isn't terribly interesting to me, but if you do want to watch cute girls singing cute songs, this is the best of its genre. 
Yeah, really. Yeah. There's, well, there's more to it than singing and dancing. There's an overarching plot, and the individual girls actually matter. Mm. They're not just members of an idol team. Uh, you also have the Jewel Annoying Animal Fairy mascot. Uh, have you seen it? I, I believe it was there in the first <laughs> few episodes. Yeah, he's yeah, standing by the sidelines and commenting on things. Yeah, and this one, they actually, they're not annoying. They're absolutely hilarious because they're, they're the idol manager. And they, they all hate each other. They keep being dicks to each other. <laughs> uh, but uh. yeah, every arc introduced new lovely character. A punk Go champion. Go like, you know... Uh, the board the game. Yeah, the board game, a tomboy and tomgirl twins, a living doll born a fidel dream, a living doll born a fidel's failure, an angel and a demon, and just a bunch of crazy-ass character. The, the show actually takes care of its uh, side character because it has 130 episodes. Yeah, and, are all these characters just so people watching can argue about who is best girl? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I, I mean, there's a lot of main characters, but there's also a, a lot of um, of less significant side characters that the show actually put on the spotlight here and there. So it's kind of cool. The uh, the anime itself uh, kind of spawns meme. Uh, the weird end universe memes that it um, it keeps playing with the, the whole show is just fantastic i i, I can't sell it to uh, uh to the audience enough i could talk about it for days but i i, I gotta move on yeah i can tell you have a lot of enthusiasm for this stuff but i, I just don't like this idol shit one one nine yeah, thousand as much as you do yeah, well, I was actually kind of surprised that you two uh, were somewhat positive about it. You know, you were not completely negative. I was, I was expecting you two to be like, Yo, what the hell is this shit? Oh, you want I mean, complaints? For, for Moe Idol shit, it's, it's fine. But yeah, it's just not my shit. It's not my jam. Yeah, yes. I understand. Yeah, same here. And I, one note I took was the headmistress has an atrocious character design. Like, oh nor- god, yeah. Normally, I like drill hair, like with um, uh, Karine from Street Fighter. Well, wait, but, w- which character are we talking about? Ah, uh, the headmistress who has a giant gray drill hair that's as big as the rest of her body. The freaking Gurren login size drill attached to oh, her yeah, head. Oh yeah. Oh, you you mean the the school director? Yeah, the subs called her headmistress. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yes. She 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 she's the villain for the first season. I just thought she looked like shit. <laughs> well, she she's old. Uh, she's the villain. I think she's supposed to look like this. Right. But but yeah, it's fantastic anime, and um, I, I wish we actually had the arcade game dumped because I, I will play it every day on Mame. But <laughs> whatever. So, uh, one last thing. Let's just move on to the semi-lemon. Uh, do, do you guys still have some time? Uh, yeah, but make it quick. Yeah, semi-lemon, uh, Kido, Senshi, Gundam, Teketsu, no Orphan 2. I, I believe I'll... I'm not sure if I asked you in recording, 
uh, I, I told you, uh, th- does most um, Gundams actually um, are this much of a downer? And you uh, told me yes. Uh, yeah, they're always about war and there's tragedies during war, but it seems like this one's uh, more bleak than other Gundam shows. It's very possible. Unfortunately, season one was amazing. Season two, not so much. Uh, not so much because half of the season was fucking boring, and then half of the season destroyed everything. Oh, so the reason why it's a lemon for you is because it was just so depressing. <laughs> yes, yeah, yes, it was boring then depressing. So that's why it's a semi lemon. It, it just fucking sucked c- c- compared to season one. It's just just fucking hell, man. It just went, it just went and completely obliterated everything that season one accomplished. All right, let's. What your other one is handshakers? Oh, good lord! Um, if you thought that the CG and tree and prepared the dancing was bad, um, uh, I watched thirty seconds of that, uh, and I was like, no. I dropped it. Uh, yeah, I watched thirty seconds of uh, of the what was it the Kengan Asura anime? Oh, I, I, I like the manga so much, but uh, I was getting motion sickness watching the I, anime. I, I, it was I, I, just. I, I, crap. I mean, the three D is a bit gross. I, I mean, it's very obviously three D, but Kengan Asura, it, it's fine. It probably wouldn't exist if it wasn't for the three D. However, and um and shaker the 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 cg was just gross i watched 30 seconds it was gross cg with like what the fuck even is going on and it was just an auto drop and from what i have seen people um, talk about it online it was a very good decision very fucking good decision yeah you have lots of other good stuff you want to watch anyway yeah, pretty much. And that that's it for the season. So that, that's it for the episode. Anything more to talk about or are we out of time? Uh, I was going to briefly mention the Japanese game I played, Eternal Senia. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you like the old Ease games with their bump combat, this game is like an improved version of that. And it's free on Steam. Uh, excellent. I, I beat it in about four hours. Uh, I finished Dragon Quest Builders 2. It was fantastic. I got the script epilogue. After that, I played the Blaster Master Zero and actually finished it. It was really good, but it was too goddamn easy because for about uh, 90% of the game, uh, especially in the overhead parts, uh, what happens is that you get a, a weapon upgrade system that you can upgrade with uh, some power-ups. Uh, the problem is that the last gun is very garm powerful, but like way too powerful. And uh, what I mean by an upgrade system is that um, if you get hit, you lose upgrade points. So you, you don't want to get hit, but the gun is so powerful that you'll never get hit pretty much. Yeah, yeah, I beat both the the Blaster Master Zero games. They were pretty fun, but they are a bit easy. Yeah, the original and, game on the NES is fucking hard. Yeah, I, I have it, and I, I'm 
I, I'm trying to wait for a special day to play it because I believe that there's there's no password, nothing. So so you, no, you don't but, finish but, it or you don't. Yeah, you better use save states. Good. No, I mean I have the cart. Yeah, don't play it on cart <laughs> unless you want to replay the first few levels again and again. Well, I mean you have infinite continues, but. Yeah, playing it all in one go is kind of a slog. Yeah. And when I was a kid, I had the shitty novelization of Blaster Master. All oh, right, those Nintendo Entertainment. Uh, yeah, it was, wor wor they were called Worlds of Power. <laughs> there was one of Ninja Gaiden, one of Wizards and Warriors. They were all garbage, but I read them anyway. All right, all right. So, anything else to say? Now let's wrap it up. Yeah, well, it was a long episode, so um, I'm done. Yeah, uh, thanks for coming, Full Metal. Yeah, no problem, man. It was a I... fun time. Yeah, do you have anything else you want to plug? Um, Not really. That's, you know, just watch more anime, I guess. Embrace oh. the weebdom. Yeah, always watch more anime. Cause... Because Western shit is fucking doo-doo dog shit right now. Yeah, I kind of liked Invincible, even with some of the added pause. Yeah, it, yeah Invincible is pretty good. That's the best thing on Western TV yeah, that's, right now. That, that, well, that's that, why everyone was talking about it. It was like the first thing in like forever to be like, you know, actually entertaining. Pretty much. And the only thing I fucking watch is... Uh, I know I'm gonna get shit for this, but I, I watched South Park and Family Guy. That's it. Fucking normie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I know I'm gonna get shit for for Family Guy, but uh, I've actually watched some recent episode of The Simpsons. Good lord, it's terrible. Oh, it's like, unwatchable. Unwatchable. Like uh, it's literal, know, like political propaganda and just poorly written jokes. And uh, new Family Guy. Uh, I, I mean, people make the difference between old Family Guy and new Family Guy. They say old Family Guy is better, uh, but as far as I know, new Family Guy has never dipped that badly in quality. It's still okay. It's uh, okay. I, I watched the first Family Guy episode the day it aired in 1999. Yeah. I, I was not impressed. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you were not a fan. You're never a fan. You told me. Yeah, I, I had an internet friend who tried to convince me it was genius, but I was not having it. <laughs> I don't know, I've always liked it. It's it's random shit humor. It doesn't take itself too seriously. I just kind of like it. Uh, it it's, it's a shame that it's one of the least worst things on American TV right now. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. I'd rather watch Family Guy than most, you, you, most what, of the shit on Netflix. What's even crazier is that talking about the politics, um, even Family Guy doesn't do this shit. Well, it kind of does. Uh, I, I mean... Um, uh, Seth MacFarlane, um, he, he laughs as his own, at his own ideology. He, he laughs as his own idea. I mean, Brian is kind of a mirror of of him. Yeah, self parody. Yeah, and he actually self parodied. That's that. That's not so bad, actually. Yeah, it's could, very clearly have it has like a leftist like leaning uh, ideas, but it's not like trying to throw propaganda in your face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. compared to Lisa Simpson episode, yeah. th 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 these are the worst episodes in the Simpsons. Yeah, even Seth, back then, 
Seth MacFarlane's kind of a not 1990s leftist. Yeah. Yeah. Not the current screeching hysterical lunatic kind of leftist. <laughs> yeah, it's not it's not woke. It's not trying to be woke or anything gay like that. Well, I mean, uh, the episodes are kind of going this way, but then Brian always uh, always like fails spectacularly and that's why it's not so bad. All right, you fucking normie. I gotta go. <laughs> and anyways, <laughs> see you all later. Come to Shitposter Club. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Good night. Bye.